episode two. Who do we think we are? Who do we think we are? <laughs> exactly, that is the question. Um, do you not find it a bit mental, Alex, that we're already on our second podcast and we haven't told anyone about it yet? Yeah, we probably should have done that on the first episode. We kind of just jumped in, so I think maybe this is like a prequel. Yeah, this is like not episode two. This is episode 1.5 because I think the first episode is like the first pancake you put in the pan. It comes out a bit weird and raw and you just throw it in the bin. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think this week maybe I'll uh, put on a muzzle and I'll stick 50p in Kiva and not talk so much. Are you sure this is legal? I don't know. It's fun though, isn't it? So, um, let's just talk a little bit about the last podcast. We did our very first ever podcast. We've kept it under wraps. I mean, it's still under wraps now as we film episode two. But the reason for it is because, as I said, we want a better episode for people to listen to. Because I am what? Sickening. So the general theme to our podcast every week is going to have a main topic. It's going to be either something from our lives, maybe a main story, or just something that's going on during the week in general life. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I'd say our staple segment is Hot or Not because Paris Hilton, Ovs, and as you can tell by the title, me and Alex think we are something to deluded media dynasties. I don't even really know what dynasties means. I know there's a TV show that my granny used to watch called Dynasty. Dynasty. I was going to say, Dynasty is the type of TV show that you would watch. No, well, my, um, my granny my granny like watched all the box sets like of the old one. That's all I know it from. Well, I'll get you a thesaurus and you can look it up after. Thanks. So um, every week we'll be doing our Hot or Not, obviously, and then we're going to do our media picks, especially in lockdown when we're um, trying to share what we're doing with our lives, which is watching TV shows, doing stuff online as well as that. Flat out, indeed. And then um, we'll do a useless celebrity fact, because who doesn't love useless celebrity drivel? Yeah, you can't stop Alex from doing that. Exactly. And um, before we move on, um, we just want to talk about our last podcast a bit. Oh God, do I have to? I think we should just like if people are listening to this and we want to kind of just let everybody know that we are just learning it as we go along. See, the thing is, is that like Kiva, you've never done anything like this before. No, I haven't. And then Alex is overqualified because he's been on the radio now for about almost a year. And it's a different style of podcast, kind of similar, but a bit more laid back Mm -hmm. in a sense. Like we're banned from broadcast. You need to remember there are no rules here, honey. That's so true. Like, um, it's kind of a blessing and a curse for both of us just trying to do this. So we're learning as we go along. You know, I'm so used to if there's any silence on anything that I just have to talk and I have to fill fill it in. But listen, this is a podcast. We could have dead air if we want to. Listen to this. We could just do that. (laughs) Yeah, we can. So we will... essentially more conversational. Exactly, yeah. So we are just learning as we're going along and hopefully this one's a bit more laid back and not just the Alex McQuitty show. Also robotic, as my boyfriend described it. Yeah, we got our first feedback from uh, Kiva's boyfriend, but we really do appreciate it. We, like Any honest feedback to this podcast will really help us out because we're doing this and we we need feedback to try to make it good, do you know what I mean? 
Um, we're also two narcissists, so if you have any compliments, like, don't be afraid. Yes, definitely. So let's get into our hot or not. Oh my god, it's hot. Okay, so for hot or not, we describe two things that are hot this week for us and one thing that is not. So my first hot of the week is these Starface Hydro Stars. So Alex, has your face been like breaking out during lockdown? Um, a little bit, not too bad. I've just been doing the oil pseudo cream. I've been trying to do like face masks flat out and all sorts of little treatments on my face because what else is there to do? But I decided to treat myself to these little star face stars and essentially you just pop them on your spots, leave them overnight and boom, you peel the star off and your spot is in the sticker. Like it's really gross, but I just love that. And as well as that, the glow in the dark. Oh my goodness, it's like the little stars that you used to have on your wall in your bedroom when you were a kid, the glow, yes. glow in the dark. I literally still have those in my home bedroom. Um, it's kind of like that. It's really cool. So that's my first hot of the week. How about you? My first hot for this week is the fact that everybody is home baking. And I love that because even though I'm not really home baking because I can't be bothered, um, my boyfriend, Marcus, he is baking me lots of things like brownies and I don't even have to ask for it. Just like every other day, there's like something new and I'm loving that. And it's like an excuse for it. Yeah, you showed me the photo of the brownies he made. Like, absolutely gorgeous. I actually made cookies tonight, and they are tragic, but <laughs> I'm not going to let them go to waste. You tried? Yeah, like, I just, I'm loving that. It's like, you always see those things of, like, American moms and their home baking and bake sale. I feel like that's real life now. Yeah. I know everyone's jumping on that banana bread trend, but I don't think I'd eat that. No, it was just, like, it just reeks of H.E. in school. Really? Like, did you not always do banana bread in HE? Thinking maybe your posho school, we did carrot cake. <laughs> I feel like that's like a staple. Like, that's one of the first recipes you do whenever you do HE is like your banana bread. So, what is your next that's hot of the week? My next hot for the week is actually us doing this secret underground project. I mean, yesterday we spent literally about nine hours just making our social media page and I'm so excited for it like by the time people are listening to this right now we'll have been on all the platforms because we said we didn't want to share it until we were on all the platforms that we wanted and they'll see our nice clean social media page like on Instagram and stuff and I'm just so excited for it yeah like listen we are well aware that we are just starting this and like nobody is probably listening but we're, it's like a passion project it's like something that we want to do for fun and we enjoyed doing that yesterday so do not judge our pimped out instagram page that we like sat ages doing and our little logos and stuff yeah. it's just for fun and i enjoyed it too something to do productive haters are our motivators oh god that is like such a wee facebook quote that someone would post up I don't even care. I love it. Like, it looked better than some of the ones that I've seen. You know, we were looking at other podcasts, uh, social medias, and some of them were tragic. So we did put in the work for that. We did. And a little plug, if you do want to follow us anywhere, it's at Band From Broadcast on Instagram. What is your second hot for the week, Alex? So my second that's hot for this week is something that I have just realised in lockdown. And that is online meetings 
What do you mean? So, do you ever get the way, obviously, we can't leave, so we have to do all our meetings with our work or our uni lecturers or whatever. We'll have to do it through Zoom or through Skype or whatever. Yeah. Well, I'm sitting here doing this, and I did a meeting today that was like 20 minutes long. And that's normally a meeting that I would drive two hours to the other end of the country to uh, do. So I am like, this could have been done online the whole time. So I think from now on, unnecessary meetings that could have just been an email or that could have been on um, FaceTime or Zoom, I think that they'll now be on Zoom because they're so unnecessary for us to travel. I would normally spend about 40 quid driving to that meeting. Flippin' hell, well that's a good idea. Like, in future, well maybe not for you. Sorry, but in future, other students can, like, message their lecturers and be like, look, can I Zoom meeting you? Like, it's easier for the lecturer as well. They can mm-hmm. just sit in their office and go, bloop, Yes, sorted. so that's my second hot last week. It's another really boring one, but I am pretty boring compared to you, so that's my second that's hot, and that's meetings <laughs> online. Okay, well, my what's not for the week is... I suppose it's a bit selfish, but it is a bit pants at the same time. So this week, it is my boyfriend's birthday. So I live with him and one other housemate. Um, Another one of our housemates has gone home. And then two of my best friends who live across the street, like directly across the street, it's their birthday as well. And a couple of months back, we planned this big birthday bash and it was going to be amazing, so fun. And obviously that's not going to happen because of social distancing. And that is completely fine. Like, I am cool to comply about that. But it's just a bit shit, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's like, I do miss that. I miss, like, someone having a party or, you know, someone texting you at, like, 10 o'clock being like, do you want to go out at 11? I just miss, like, the spontaneousness of everything. Yeah, exactly. And when we planned three birthdays... We didn't know it was going to be sunny. We could be at the beach right now. Having a barbecue, you know, mm. having a couple of drinks. And it would be amazing. But um, my friend's house, so there's seven of them in that house at the moment. Mm-hmm. And they've ordered themselves a £150 pool. Seven which of I am them. jealous. Yeah, there's seven of them still in that house. God love them. I'm sure that is dramatic. (laughs) Yeah, we only have three people in this house. I would love to get a pool, but that's not going to (laughs) happen. Oh, that's quite sad one, actually, because it just sort of brings it back to the lockdown. I was trying to forget about that for this week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think lockdown's going to be a reoccurring theme until we're out of it in our podcast. So just listen out for that. Yeah, definitely. What about you? What's your not for the week? My that's not for the week. It's another really boring, sensible one. But listen, I am really annoyed about it. And I am. I just want to have a little vent, if that's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> text and email scams. What? I got a text this morning saying that uh, from 3 Mobile, um, apparently. I'm not even with 3. I haven't been with them for about four years now. And mm-hmm. um saying that my payment failed for my bill and that I will be cut off if I don't go to this link and pay for it. And, like, the link looks really legit. Like, it looks like my three billing. And see yeah. stuff like that, it really annoys me because even though I know that, people who are maybe more vulnerable or people who are not really technically minded w- might fall yeah. for that, especially if you're on that network. So I just, I really hate stuff like that. It's like, 
people taking advantage of people through text scams and email scams. Like I got an email last week, I think I sent you a screenshot of it, and it was like some it was some psychic supposedly saying that it said well the actual thing said to insert name here. Yeah. And it said something um bad is going to happen to you in the current pandemic. Um but I can tell you how to fix it. So please email me to buy credits for my psychic service. And I'm like, are you for real? So that is not hot this week. Yeah, just to elaborate on that, um, I have been a target of that myself. So mum and dad switch out for the next 30 seconds. But I had one of those emails saying, we have a video of you and your partner having sex in a hotel room. God did not create sex for love. God created sex for one context and one only. Marriage, not love. And if you don't send us like 300 quid on cryptocurrency, we're going to release it. And I was like, shit. Oh so, my God. For about five seconds, I believed it. Because obviously my boyfriend had came to Belfast. We had stayed in a hotel. Eva, oh my God. I worked in Superdrug, so I got discount on lube. Loving life. Oh my God. Yes. Disgusting. And then, yeah, got that email. And I was like, can I at least see the videos? Like, am I looking good? Because I might distribute it myself. <laughs> Are you trying to become the next, like, Kim K? Maybe. But yes, <laughs> emails, phishing scams, no, that is not hot. I would email them, if you really are concerned about that, I would email them and say, well, send me proof, send me a screenshot of the video for proof. Exactly. And then if they do actually have a screenshot of you in a not nice video... Compromising then... <laughs> positions. In a compromising position, then... I don't know what to do. Maybe contact the police or something. I don't know where, where to go from there. But yeah, <laughs> that's what I would do in that scenario. But yeah, text and email scams are not good. And especially when, you know, people are falling from them. I really hate, I really hate stuff like that. It just really annoys me, really upsets me. Mm-hmm. Big time. So that's what's hot and what's not this week. Okay, so for this week's main topic, we are going to say about who we are, because obviously if there was anyone that didn't know us listening to this, then they'd think, what is the point in listening to this? And as well as that, Alex has his sort of people that he knows. I live in Wales, so I have a whole separate circle, you know. So it'll be nice that everyone knows the both of us. That's true, yeah. So um, we're both... Kiva's graduated um, uni last year. Um, you did film and television, is that right? Yes, I did film and television for three years. Um, that's me graduated. Uh, so far, I've used my degree being a photographer, and that's using the term really loosely. I have done freelance work for parties. I did the photography for Alex's uh, radio station mm-hmm. for his like promo work, and... I worked in a nightclub in Aberystwyth doing their sort of photography for the night time. And yeah, apart from that minute, I'm working in a takeaway. Well. It's so good though. Like when I went over there, the takeaway is so nice. I'm not even joking. And it's like you are living your life because you get to sit in your wee seat and you're just, you're just, <laughs> yes. in, you're just in between media work at the minute. Just put it that way. I came back 
from university after I graduated to Belfast and mm. I tried to get work with BBC, ITV, you know, local uh, film and television people and it was hard but I just wasn't ready to give up the student life yet so I decided to come back to Aberystwyth just for another year and I would work doing whatever just so that I can have my own space. Which I constantly get at you for because I just like I waited three years for Kiva to come back after she'd done uni like live her uni lifestyle whatever support her and then she just didn't come back oh she did come back and then she went back so I don't know when you're ever going to come home. Yes, this is true. The main reason that I moved back from Wales is because I hate my family and I hate <gasps> my friends. I hate Belfast. It's trash. Uh, no, I just, I like living in my own house. Like when you've lived away from home for three years and then you move back in with your mum, dad and brother, you're ready to pull your hair out. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I love them. They are my family and, you know, it's all good, but. I can't come home at 3am, I can't have a shower at 5 in the morning, I can't bring escapades home. Oh my goodness, you're feeling really scandalous on this podcast, like this episode, aren't you? Well, it is a ban from broadcast. That's true. You're mainly the one that's banned, and I'm the broadcast. (laughs) (laughs) Essentially, so... Yeah, that is me at the minute. I'll be coming home, back to Belfast in summer, and then... She says can make this podcast visual so. yeah well just take that with a pinch of salt because she always says she's gonna come home and then she doesn't so whatever i'll see you when i see you see you when i see you what about you alex describe your life at this point so um i am in my final year of uni when i say final year like my final month so I do interactive media at Ulster University in Korean I actually really like it um it was it was sort of a different course that I started doing so that I would have all different skills producing media things blah 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 anyway um I always wanted to be something in the media but I didn't really know what I just thought that I wanted to be on TV and that was it but I oh I did big time it I was Mister I am the star oh my god yeah like I was taking every opportunity to be on TV that there was there was one year where I'm pretty sure I was on I was just on anything like every month like Mm -hmm. Nolan Show BBC Breakfast Good Morning but like everything like I just (laughs) anyway in the audience and like with the school anything anyway I'll continue um so at the minute um I'm currently working at a local radio station I host um my own little show on a Saturday morning um, it's called Blast 106. If you want to listen to me, a little plug from Saturday morning. plug. <laughs> Shameless plug. Saturday mornings, 10 to 1. And I sort of just do showbiz gossip and play some music. So I've kind of just found like a new love for radio. And I really enjoy that. So it kind of fits into this podcast thing that we're trying to do as well. And um, as well as that, I'm doing a bit of freelance engineering for um, a bigger radio station over here like the biggest radio station um so i do sort of so i'm sort of training to be an engineer like doing the technical sides and stuff like that so that's what i'm doing at the minute um just trying to get it together like i'm trying to trying to get a job like a steady job do you know what i mean so that's basically get it together it. you're a flying star shut up alex Honestly, you're doing so well. I remember when you first told me 
that you were going to be on Blast Radio. Mm-hmm. And me and you, we went to... It wasn't the Where did we go? It was the Summon Pool, was it not? Oh, no, it was the Maverick, whenever you... The my Maverick. first ever little um, update thing. Yes, we went to the Maverick. We got a couple of drinks. And any time we thought Alex was going to be on the radio, we stood outside the club and just sipping away, being like, shh, 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 to all the people in the smoking area. And then, yeah, got to hear Alex on radio and look at him now. Kiva, like, really likes to joke on this podcast that, like, I'm so well-known, Mr. Radio. Like, I really, really am not like that. I'm just, like, I used to want to be famous. Like, I'm going to be honest. I used to want to be famous. Who didn't want to be famous at one point in their life? Do you know what I mean? Me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but now I just really enjoy, like, the production side and I really enjoy radio and it's not about that like at all yeah. for me now I really do enjoy it and Kiva likes to joke and tell every taxi man Alex is on the radio I do every single taxi man I'm like have you heard my bit on the radio <sighs> whatever enough about me um yeah I'm just I'm just trying to graduate at the minute I've got a got about a month left trying to get it done trying to get it together and trying to be, get to be where I want to be so this podcast kind of fits into that in terms of us showing what it's like like the real truth of trying to make it in your 20s in the media industry as well because I feel like a lot of people are posting all the good stuff and I'm the same I post all the good stuff at it that I do all the fun stuff that I do all the jobs that I do but that's not yeah. all the time that's once a month if even that I'm doing something really really cool do you know what I mean so we're just going to be real about all that as well yeah 100% like everyone told me oh my god Belfast has so many jobs like Game of Thrones is there blah 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 whatever yeah, there's so many jobs, but there's also so many amazing, talented people out there mm-hmm. that have, you know, more prestigious equipment, you know, a better journey. But, you know, all we can do is give it our best. And when I eventually come home, if I do, I will do that as well. So true. So let's get a little bit below the surface about us. So me and Kiva are obviously um, best friends, as I said in the last podcast. How did we meet? We have two different versions of this. So oh, I'll say your your version. What's your version? How do you think that we met? Right, okay. Picture the scene. I am the 15-year-old bad girl <laughs> that hangs out with the older boys. And I'm at the back of the school. And, uh, yeah, I just did my usual. It was break time. Went around the back of the school for a smoke. <gasps> and... I know, shocking, disgusting. And then some wee tall Egypt just walks around and I don't know who he is, but don't really care. I mind my own business. I've got my own squad, you know. And then I think the next period I had drama. And then I seen him and was like, oh, there's that tall Egypt. And that's kind of how I remember meeting Alex. Well, that's Kiva's version of events. So my version of events is that I had just moved to Kiva's school in 2012, so about third year, I'd say. And um, whenever I first moved to the school, I was finding my feet, let's just say. So I was um, running about with some interesting people. and um, He was a nobody. Don't (laughs) say that. That's horrible. Um, I was running about with some interesting people. I had... A very strange friend who I hope is doing okay now, but this certain friend um, ended up making a hate group for me on BBM. 
So Oh Jesus Christ. He did though. That's, like I had only just moved to the school and then there's this there's this group on BBM. Yeah, this is how long ago it was BBM called Alex McQuitty Haters. I was like, what? Well, I was never a part of that group. Anyway, so Kiva probably did look down on me a bit and um I went to the back of school because that's where all that's where I was told all the cool kids like hanged around the back of the school they did so I walked, I walked around the back of the school and I seen Kiva and she turns around and gives me a really really dirty look and it still is ingrained in my mind into this day and she still denies that she done it but she did she gave me a really dirty look that's how we met I genuinely don't remember that like I was a bit of a dick when I was a teenager but a I do not recall a rebel yeah so that's how we met I remember you in the drama class Mm -hmm. and we didn't like click right away you know I was nice enough I thought and then because we were in the sort of same circle we kind of got closer yeah I sort of ended up becoming friends with somebody else who was then friends with your friend group so I ended up just like sitting with you guys at the table and then there was like it kind of ended up kind of there was like four of us in a wee group and it was like me and you and other people and then um we just became really kind of close because we were in like a lot of classes together and stuff i think that's what happened yeah and then we had a lot of classes together one time i had this really creepy weird magician boyfriend oh my god remember he was he was mental don't go on tinder kids just don't do it and i thought he was attractive and Alex lied to me and said, no. yeah, he is. He's really nice. Do you ever get when you're just friends with someone, like, you've just sort of started a friendship with them. Like, you're there, but you're not there. Like, you're not close enough to them to, like, be brutally honest. Well, she showed me a photo of this guy and she was like, what do you think of him? But, like, she was really going on and on about him. I was like, oh, she must really like him. But she was like, oh, my God, he's so gorgeous. Like, he's just so nice. And then she showed me a photo of him. And she's like, what do you think? And I was like... Yeah, he's nice, but like I was hardly gonna say that like he wasn't my cup of tea. But I'm not. I'm not saying he's ugly, but he wasn't my cup of tea. Well, that's when I think we became best friends because this guy had pestered me to be his girlfriend, and I was just like, mm, I don't know, like stop pestering me, and then um, I kind of let it go. And then he was just constantly messaging me, being like, oh, I want you, blah, 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 blah. And then he sent me a fucking screenshot of my house oh my on God. Google Maps. Yeah, he was like a tech wizard as well. So, like, he started, like, trying to, like, show you how, like, powerful he was with his tech wizardry. And he was like, I can see your house. And it's like, wow, anyone can do that. Big deal. Yeah, exactly. But it's still really weird. like, holy shit. And then he came to a party with all of our friends. By the way, all of our friends listening to this, we're not being shady when we're not mentioning names. You just didn't consent to be in this podcast. We don't want to just like <laughs> say names if nobody wants to be in a podcast. So we love all yeah. our friends. We're not being shady. But um, this guy came to a party with us and was just being really like, he was just behaving really weird. Like everyone was just drunk, having a good time. And then he just like started doing like really weird car tricks and people didn't want them to do car tricks. He was climbing on our friend's shed. Like... Yeah, he was just not a staple kind of guy. And then I think I just started being honest with him. I was like, listen, he is not for you. And then I think yeah. we just became close. Like, I think that's why me and Kiva, like, work as being good friends. Because, like, we're brutally honest to each other. Like, mm-hmm. 
we just said how it is so that there's no long fights that just we fight and then we get over it we'll get into a bit more about that later in on in saying that though we do have some pretty iconic fights oh we do we, we used to fight a lot we don't fight as much now because we're growing up <laughs> yeah i mean i don't think we've had a fight since the last time i can think of a fight was when we were in valencia which was like a year or two ago yeah i think that was like two years ago now which is pretty crazy. Oh God! And I was ready for killing you. <laughs> why even? Why even? Like, what was that about? So, um, I'm one of these stupid millennials that have all my plane tickets on my phone, all my train tickets, my contact list. Like, I've got everything and depend on this phone. Me and Alex are chilling on the beach as we do. You know, I think it was just us two on the beach at that time, and we didn't really want to leave our stuff around. Yeah. So Alex comes with this like 20p B&M bag being like, this is waterproof, stick your phone in, it'll be fine. It did say like, it was waterproof and it was out of savers and it cost it me 150 and it said it was waterproof and in the wee photo it had a phone and an MP3 player in it. So that probably should have shown me how old it was. <laughs> I hope you got that 150 back. But anyway, <laughs> we're in the sea with this like wee thing dangled around Alex's neck. He's got his phone in it. I've got my phone in it. And then Alex is like, oh, your phone's ringing. And I was like, okay, let's let's go ahead and answer it. And when we got like sort of closer to the shore, Alex takes it out and it's just vibrating constantly. Like, like Like it's not even ringing. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, shit, right, okay. And Alex goes to get out of the water. The waves are smacking all over the place. And he just takes my phone out of the bag. No, well, what I was trying to do was that the waves kept crashing over the bag. And the bag clearly had, like, some sort of leak in it. So it was already sitting in, like, a pool of water in the bag. So what I was trying to do is, right, I'm very tall. I'm six foot three. So what I'll do is I'll take it out of the bag, hold it over my head where the waves can't get to it. That was my, that was my sort of thoughts on that. That was why I was trying to do that. I was trying to save your phone. Well, see if my phone or not, we were on the sand and I was just like, why is your phone not broken? And you just turned around nonchalant. Mine's waterproof. Because <laughs> mine was like the one that's like, it was the latest one that was waterproof. So I wasn't too bothered. And then you were like, well, mine's not. And then we had a fight. And then I, but I felt so bad because it was in the wee bag that I had it. It was around my neck. But I was like, I was, I was really nice. But I was like, I will literally yeah. buy you a new phone. Like I will get it fixed. Like I don't care. Like. But you know, fine, rightly, I would never do that on you. I know, but I did feel bad. But your phone didn't actually break. It just didn't vibrate anymore. For two whole years. And then Alex would be like, right, okay, let's go to McDonald's. And I'd be like, yeah, no problem. And he'd be calling me and calling me. And when I got out to the car, he'd be like, why didn't you answer your phone? And I'm like, well, because you broke it. So... Yeah, that kind of worked in your favour because... Or any time I was trying to get you up to go to school. That's another big fight we should talk about. Yeah, I suppose. So, um, in sixth form, we had our drama A-level, which was a very stressful process. I know drama sounds like, as my dad would say, a Mickey Mouse subject, but it's really not. We had to redo our play like four times to even get a decent grade, and there's so much written coursework in drama. People who do And we had a teacher that would cry almost every lesson, just then. I don't know if we can say that. (laughs) Yes, we we can. We're banned from broadcast. 
Oh god. Anyway, yes. So I I loved our teacher. Yes, she did. She was very um method acting. We'll just say that. Um, she was. By the way, love her. Like yeah, we love for. you. We love you. But um, Kiva just stopped coming into school at some stage because she decided that she didn't want to do A levels anymore. She wanted to be a hairdresser. I'm sorry. I wanted to be a hairdresser from day dot. But you did. Continue. Yes, so Kiva decided that she wanted to be a hairdresser and didn't want to come to school anymore, but quite rightly, her, like, which, of course, if you want to be a hairdresser, like, no problem. Like, that is such a good job to be doing if you're passionate about it and, like, you can do it. Like, we love that. But Kiva, I don't really think you wanted to be a hairdresser. That's the tea. I do, like, I do not believe that. I did want to be a hairdresser, but I don't think I'm cut out for it. Yeah, because, like, Kiva, me and Kiva are both really lazy and, like, we don't like jobs that you have to stand up every day and hairdresser is one of those jobs. So shout out to all the hairdressers out there who can stand up all day, cut people's hair and run about. Yeah, to be fair. Plus, Kiva's really good at all the media stuff. She's really talented and stuff like that. So that's why we didn't, me and Kiva's parents didn't believe that she should drop out and do hairdressing. But, um... Basically, she just decided she didn't want to come into school anymore, so she would just sleep in. And it got to the stage where I would actually arrive at your house to get oh bring you God. to school. Like yeah. that's how bad it was. I was like your parent. He's a good friend, so he is. I mean, for A levels, you do three subjects. So we did media studies together. We did well. I did health and social. You would just pop into my classes now and again, and then we did drama. And oh, bloody hell, drama just was nuts. Like, how do you get an A in drama for GCSE and then go down to a D? I just, I can't comprehend it. What kind of fuckery is this? It's so, so true. The work, the work was just too hard. Health and social, holy fuck. Happy days to all the people that, you know got their degree been a nurse like that was kind of another path I was going to take after doing health and social for one year I was like right no that's not gonna happen and I was like fuck it I'm gonna be a hairdresser I'm out bye yeah so well that's all well and good when somebody doesn't want to do their own work and I was just I was genuinely just looking out for you as well like I just I didn't want you to mess things up like you got too far that's why I wanted you to just that's why I was forcing you to come to school as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like looking yeah, out for you that way. Yeah, he's a good friend like that. Like, he was being like, Stop right, you need it. to just wise up and get your head down. But I think Alex was also possibly discriminated against. Like, I was brought in for a meeting. Well, actually, my whole, like, drama class was brought in for a meeting because the teacher was, like, sick of people not turning up. And Alex was like, right, I'm turning up. I'm doing the work. And me and another girl were like, yeah, no, we haven't been doing the work. We haven't showed up. Yeah. So and then basically yeah, Kiva, teacher. Kiva really did take accountability for not turning up because the, the, the point I was trying to get to this was that Kiva and um, a few other people in the class weren't showing up to the class, meaning that in drama, when you're trying to rehearse every day, you're trying to write your own play, also trying to repeat your AS level as well. So we were basically like doing four plays. You need everybody to be there. So the teacher was complaining to um, another teacher in the school and um, the teacher brought us in the meeting and I was really like, I genuinely was working my ass off. Like I'm not just saying he that. Was. Like I, yeah. I wrote three versions of our play for every single plan. I wrote a version if everybody showed up. I wrote a version mm-hmm. if um, Kiva or the other girl didn't show up 
oh, and I also wrote a version if both of them didn't show up. So I had written three. Yeah. I'd written three versions of this play. So we got called into the office, and this teacher really didn't like me. I'm not going to go into it. Um, this teacher just really didn't like me from um for whatever reason I don't know why any class that I was in with this teacher they just did not like me and I was not a difficult yeah. I wasn't a difficult student in school at all like let's just be real not just took me on horn but I wasn't uh you weren't difficult you were just a bit annoying well yeah like I can take that I'm just annoying in general but so before I really interrupted you there you can tell how the meeting went well yeah I just kind of put up my hands and said like I'm not turning up. I am finding this really difficult. The other girl was like, yep, yeah, not turning up, blah, blah, blah. We both said, Alex has been doing all this work. And the teacher basically was like, all right, girls, fair enough. You've took accountability. Alex, you're in trouble too. You're not getting wriggled out of this. And Alex is like, what the fuck? Like, I'm the only one doing work here. I didn't say that, like, but I said something. I don't even know what I said. No, he just turned around to me. And the teacher was like, yeah, well, you're not perfect either, Alex. Like, you um are also d- to blame for this. And I was just like, what? Everybody who left that meeting was like, why does this teacher hate you? I was like, I don't yeah. know. But I do, I really oh, appreciate that enough. you and other friend like, took accountability for it. That was kind of big, just to stand up and be like, listen, I didn't, you know, do the work or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, that that was that sort of fight that we had. We well, it wasn't really a fight, but I, we did sort of butt heads because because of it. Yeah, I mean, fair play. I didn't want to do A levels, but if my parents hadn't have pushed me into doing A levels, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. Like I didn't even want to do media studies. It was my mum who happened to go by during like the little meetings where you picked your A levels, and she was like, "Keep, I think you'd be really good at that." Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't know, mom, I've never done media studies. Give yeah. it a go. And that was the only subject I loved. And me and you, like, I think just flourished in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And um, I think that as well, you kind of needed that push from everybody because once you got it done, you're kind of happy now that you are where you are now in terms of going to uni and stuff. 100% uni was amazing for me and I couldn't have done that if I hadn't have got my A-levels. I mean, to be fair, when I did my A-levels, the teachers for university were like, are you sure you even want to go to university? Like, I don't think you're cut out for that. And I was like, bitch, I'm going to get my degree and me and Alex will one day work together and get that coin in the media industry. That's so true. Watch this space. And one last point on that. Do you want to know how not bothered Kiva was about her A-levels? On the day of results, which is like a really big scary day, you weren't even there. Like, I had to ring you (laughs) and tell you your results over the phone. Like, that's how not bothered you were. We had just come back from Malia. We were at Malia for like 10 days. And then two days later, we got our results for A-levels. And I was like, yeah, no, fuck this shit. I'm going to Belgium. Alex, can you pick it up for me? Yeah, so basically, Kiva was like, I'm going to Belgium. I'm not doing my uh, A-levels. Or no, I'm not getting my A-level results. She didn't do her A-levels either. Only, I'm joking, she did do them. But that was kind of the attitude throughout them all. So then I was like, okay, right, I'll try and get your results for you. So I had to like try and convince the teachers that it was okay for me to get your A-level results. I think I still have the sheet of paper somewhere in my you house. Do. You have my A-levels. And then I rang you and then I was like, yep, this is your results. And you were like, okay, cool, bye. Bye. And then like an hour later, I rang Alex and was like, 
Oh yeah, by the way, I'm going to university in Wales, so uh Oh, that was the worst phone call ever. Like I just got my level results and was like happy enough and was like, Oh my god, me and Kiva are both gonna go to the same uni, like and then she just was like Oh yeah. So Kiva has this thing of I think she's trying to soften the blue by trying to be positive and upbeat and of course I, I like deep down like I was really happy like for her in terms of that she got into uni and that she was going places but I was being a bit selfish we're all selfish when our friends go somewhere and things don't work out the way you envision them and she rang me and she's like yeah so it's all great like I got um going to uni in Wales like it's gonna be amazing and I'm just like you can't just say that you just dropped a bomb like it did kind of <laughs> devastate me a wee bit but I was really happy for you that you'd got sorted So now we'll go to our second segment, which is Media Picks of the Week. Alex, do you want to start us off? So what I've been watching this week on Netflix is something that we were talking about in the last podcast that I was rolling my eyes at because everyone was spoiling it for me, and that is Tiger King. I finally am watching it. I'm going to shoot you right between the fucking eyes, bitch. Oh my God, finally, what do you think? Yeah, it's like kind of crazy. I'm only on, I think, like episode four, and I'm kind of obsessed with Joe Exotic and his, like, yes. fame whore ways. Like, that's kind of like me back in the day trying to get on every TV show ever. Literally, Joe Exotic is the epitome of Alex in sick form. Oh, God, right. Well, no, I'm not Joe Exotic because I don't do any of the things that he does. I don't have two husbands. I don't capture animals. In fact, I'm allergic to most animals, so. But <laughs> yeah. in terms of his, like, trying to market himself and selling his own products and doing his own TV show online, like, I can relate to that. I've been there. Um, so yeah. I like that. I kind of think it's kind of crazy and the whole Carol Baskin thing. But I don't really get the narrative that she is any better than him just because the the thing is, is that they were both, in my eyes, from where I've got to so far, they're both... All, or sort of all three people that they're focusing on, all three people are doing the same thing. They're all in capturing yeah. tigers and making money out of it. Did you see the wee small cages she has the tigers in for feeding? Yeah. At least Joe has bigger cages. I mean, they're both in the wrong, but I don't get why she's all high and mighty. My personal opinion about it is, is that they're both making money out of it. So, like, they're both exploiting it that way. So they're both bad that way. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. do get a feeling that um, Joe Exotic has more of a genuine love and care for the animals. Where, him. Yeah, yeah, where it's just more about money for her. Like, that's what it seems to for me. So I can see that thing. And I definitely think that it is sketchy about the whole husband situation. I know everyone jokes about it, but it really is sketchy. But then again, I'm sitting here with my editor's head on and I'm like, well, this is the narrative that's being fed to us from Netflix. It's very easy to make a narrative that you want to happen. Yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. very I'm very like in both minds about it. Yeah, when I had my editor's head on, I originally had thought that Carol Baskin and Joe Exotic were actually working together behind the scenes to like be like, okay, let's have this big iconic fight and bring in more audiences on both ends. But I think, you know, you haven't finished it all. So when you see sort of the end of that, you'll think, okay, no, it's not for publicity. They genuinely fucking hate each other. Oh my God, though. I am obsessed with Joe and Carl's little videos of each other calling each other out. Like that is like the OG drama. Like, I love that. 
I first noticed Joe Exotic, I think back in about 2004. He's a psychopath, he's got a sex doll, he's like, fuck you, Carol. He's like putting a dildo in its <gasps> mouth and shooting it. I didn't know that, I haven't seen that bit yet. Jesus. Oh, well, yeah, that happens. I was just talking about the bit where like, he's doing a video and he's like, hey, Carol, you did this, you did that. And like, he's reading her diary and all. Like, I didn't know it was that bad. Okay, I'll maybe take that comment back. But anyway, yeah. what, what have you been um, doing this week with your media? Picks? Okay. So my media pick for this week is um, actually something on social media. It's not traditional like Netflix or gaming. It was actually something that I've been inspired from Lauren, our friend. We love Lauren. We stan Lauren. <laughs> Lauren the Queen. Well, she sent me this Facebook group to join called We Pretend to Be a Connolly or Colony, whatever the word is, of ants. And it is so cringy. I hate it. Like someone will post a photo of a bowl of fruit and people will comment, snack, feast, save for queen. And I'm like, no, not what having it. This? Why is that? But in seeing that group, I found a group called We Pretend to Be a Bunch of Karens. And oh my God, it's so funny. No shade to your radio co-host. No, I really love Karen, but she really did make a sort of joke that time. My co-host on the radio was called Karen. And she was, we were making a joke one day on air about how um, all the memes are about Karen. And she is getting fed up of everyone tagging her in those memes. Oh, it's so funny. Like, everyone's just pretending to be pissed off at little things like, oh, this group waited 20 minutes to accept me. I want to speak to the manager. Like, you know. Yeah, that's the so. kind of that's the kind of thing that Car like the name Karen on Facebook, if people are joking about it, they mean like someone who is the can I speak to the manager sort of vibe. Yeah. Middle aged white woman complains about everything, etc. etc. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's my non traditional media pick of the week. What about you? Anymore? I have a kind of non traditional one. It's a YouTube channel. And it's mm -hmm. a little bit controversial, so I think we should maybe get more into it in another um, episode. It's mm -hmm. a YouTube channel which exposes um, MLMs. But I love that YouTube channel which exposes the big companies and like where they try and pretend that you're going to get a dream car, but you're not even going to get a car. Like you have to pay for it yourself. It's crazy. The whole thing is nuts. Yeah, it's really not grim. And it's weird that you say that because I also have a YouTube media pick of the week as well. Um, yeah. Let me look at his name here. It's a bit weird to say. I think he's German. Okay. So it's called ASMR Zeitgeist. Oh my God, Kiva, no, that's not German. What does that mean? Zeitgeist, it's like, it, it means something else. I do know what it means. It's like something to do with the, the, with the internet. Let me look it up, Zeitgeist. So, zeitgeist is the defining spirit or mood of a particular period as shown by the ideas and beliefs of the time. But he's actually German as well, so do one. <laughs> okay, but it's not like that's his name. Like, he's called Zeitgeist and that's why he's German. Hey, insomniacs. What's up? Welcome to our channel. This is A-S-M-R Zeitgeist. But anyway. Okay. No sweat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I recently got myself a pair of Chinese uh, sleeping masks. And it was really funny. Like, 
the wee receipt says I'm going to get a refund if it's a dodgy product. Right, we're going to be really careful here because do not make this podcast trending on, trending on racist. I'm not trending on racist, just any package I get from China on eBay or Amazon has mental spell mistakes. Like it says on the box, enjoy your life. It's a fucking sleeping mask. <laughs> okay, I do. Enjoy your life. I do get it. I do kind of live for those products with like, or the translation hasn't kind of, you know, translated over. That is funny. So this sleep mask has earphones built into it. And I just listened to my wee ASMR videos before going to bed. And oh, it's amazing. I love it. I just love getting the wee tingles. Do you listen to them? Yeah. And I actually, they freak me out. I don't like it. Seriously? Yeah. Like I, because the wee tingles make me like shiver. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's like a good shiver though. No, I don't. I can't deal with it. Do you have any more media picks of the week? The last one, and you're going to roll your eyes at it, but it's the latest season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I am obsessing over this at the minute. Um, I know people hate the Kardashians. Don't be fucking rude. But I'm loving it, this series, because the drama is high, the tea is hot. Kim and Courtney are having a scrap, like a proper scrap, and it's just... I'm loving this series, and I'm watching every Did episode. Did she not quit? Courtney? Yeah, this is the thing that really bored me about Courtney on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Like for the past three seasons, she's just been saying, "Oh my god, I don't want to film. Like I don't want to share my life." And then at this rate, I think everyone's just like, "Well, quit. We don't care anymore. Like if you don't want to film, you don't want to film." See, I think that Courtney, like, she loves the Kardashian lifestyle, but she doesn't want to put them all like put everything on the reality show, which is fair enough. We're entitled to privacy, but I think that the reason why the Kardashian show still is quite popular is because they're pretty open and she doesn't want to be anymore i don't even watch keeping up with kardashians or whatever it is and i have still seen courtney pull her baby straight out of her vagina oh yeah so well see that's the thing she used to be really open and now she's not do you know what i mean like she used to like show everything which maybe that was a bit too much to show but um she did show yeah. everything um, I think she doesn't really want to anymore, which is fair enough, but then quit. She did quit, and then I think that Chris Jenner said on the Ellen DeGeneres show that she comes back for the next season because uh, Chris offered her more money. Fuck me. Yeah, so there you go. That's all my media picks this week, anyway. Happy days. Then let's get on to your favourite segment of the show, Alex. Yes, the useless celebrity fact of the week. So, Alex, what is your useless celebrity fact of the week? My useless celebrity fact of the week is that Ariana Grande's extremely popular song called Seven Rings, um, the melody of it, the producers of The Sound of Music, the writers of that, actually, they didn't really like the fact that Ariana Grande used that kind of tune, which of, what do you call that? My favourite things from The Sound of Music? Yeah. So basically... In order for her to be able to release this song, she had to give 90% of the royalties, meaning 90% of the music, or 90% of the money that comes from any sales or streaming of the song, to the producers and writers of The Sound of Music. You know what? Fair enough. She's making bank and The Sound of Music. Like, I haven't even heard that title in about three years, so... (laughs) Let them get their coin, yeah. But the interesting thing about that is that she really believed in the song and she loved it so much that she was willing to give 90% of the money away. Like, that is unheard of in any music. You know, you can sample music. That does not happen, 90%. They thought that she wouldn't publish it because of that terms, but there you go. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a big 
Arenator, but fair play there for doing that. Yeah, so I believe I can see on our wee notes that you have a useless every fact of the week. Yeah, so the one thing me and Alex do have in common when it comes to reality TV is we both watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. I'd like to keep it on, please. Love it. And this season, season 12, has just been complete trash. Like, we have someone who has been called out for being an abuser, so they've been completely edited out of the show, which makes the narrative just a tad off. I mean, fair play, the editor has done an amazing job, and they shouldn't have to record it again after all that money spent. But, yeah, just... The, the show was a hot season. mess, basically. Yeah, it's just... It's not good. It's not, like... I'm not excited to watch it. I watch it out of habit at this point. Yeah. But one of the queens, uh, Britta Filter, she was, like, the loudmouth villain edit of this season. And, basically, she's got so much hate that she's decided to actually quit social media. Really? Yeah, she's just said, I've had enough, I'm done, I quit social media. But let's be honest, how many people have we seen being like, text me, call me, I'm deleting Facebook, see ye. And then like three hours later, they upload a new profile pic. That's so true. Like they're like, something's wrong. Or like, I'm going to delete Facebook because everybody. And then someone comments, why? And they're like, PM me, babe. And they're like, deleting this now. And then they come back. But I get a Britta filter. Like, I'm going to be honest, I didn't like her on Drag Race. No, she was horrible. She was overconfident. Just not a nice person all around. Ugh, but I don't, like, we'll not get personal about it. I'm sure she's a very nice person, you know, in general. I think she just kind of was overconfident about herself. And there's nothing wrong with confidence, but overconfidence is definitely a word that would be used to describe Britta Filter this year. So, as, I don't I don't agree with her getting, like, lots of hate. It's a TV show. Like, it's not, no, Drag Race is not real. Yeah, it's not. It's like, an escapism TV show and a guilty pleasure sending anyone death threats is fucking ridiculous knock it in the head yeah like i really wonder what goes to people people's head when they send stuff like that to celebrities i think that they're just trying to get a response yeah probably just too bored with their own life and they don't see these people as real human beings with feelings and stuff yeah but i think that that's kind of sad that she's deleted social media. Like, see, Mike, I just want to, like, I know this is kind of stupid, but I think a top tip for anyone who is maybe getting a profile on Twitter or anything, um, see if you're getting any hate or anything. Don't block people. Mute them. Because then they don't know that they're muted and then their tweets just don't appear, like, to you and they don't appear yeah. on your newsfeed. So they're just basically talking to an empty room, which is better than blocking people because then that gives people attention. Like, oh, my God, like, Britta Filter blocked me. I didn't realise you could do that, Alex, but that's good to know because when people are accusing me of being racist because I laugh at the Chinese packaging, I can just mute the hate comments no, on Twitter. No, I wasn't accusing you of being racist. You just know that I'm very cautious of what is said on this <laughs> podcast, but you do you. I, did, I didn't mean racist. You know what I meant. I was just joking. I apologise. Only slagging. That's the useless celebrity facts of the week. There we go. So, Kiva, I think that is us for this episode of the podcast. I think we've kind of found our, our medium. We've kind of found our, our way to do this properly compared to the last episode, which we were a little bit uptight with the whole thing. We were yeah. just trying to get used to it. But what do you think? No, big time. When we first did this podcast, we really hadn't had a clue. Like, I was kind of 
scared to talk. Alex was in Radiohead mode, just go, go, go. Yeah. And I think we find a nice balance in this. And yeah. Yeah, we kind of want really we kind of want it just to be like a conversation between me and you and whoever's listening to this. You're just listening to our conversation and joining in. So I think that's what we want the vibe of this podcast to be now. And we're just going to continue that on for the next one. And now, obviously, if you're listening to this, we have said that we have a beautifully run Instagram page if you do want to follow it. So it's, what is it? The name of the show. Oh, it's just the name of the show. Okay, so it's <laughs> Bad From Broadcast on Instagram. And yeah, I'm sure soon we will have stuff like Twitter. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, we will once we get this off the ground. Um, we're kind of recording this before everything's up just to get it going and get a few things ready to go. Um, we should be on basically every podcast and platform so if you are listening to it on whatever website you're listening to it whether that's spotify apple music google podcasts whatever please do leave us a little rating because it will really help us and encourage us to do more of these even if you do like them we really appreciate it even if one person is listening to us consistently like it's worth it you know yes there's not enough positive feedback and if you have any bad feedback just send us an email don't put it on our rating please thanks (laughs) <laughs> alright well that's us for another week then yeah we'll see you next week on Ban from Broadcast follow the Instagram send us an email bandfrombroadcast at gmail.com and we'll see you next week see you next week bye bye